dropped off a pretty little girl same grade as me from how to barbecue right studios in hernando mississippi rooster production brings you under the water tower presented by team couch of birch realty group and now here are your hosts matt crane and derek big lane good morning matt Morning, Derek. Beautiful Tuesday morning here. Uh, we have just come off the weekend. It was a great weekend. A little cool. A little yep, cool a little on the weekend, cool. but had a couple of good events. Uh, we'll start off, Matt, what'd you do? Friday night, pretty easy, man. Not a whole lot going on. Saturday, you know, visited with some friends and stuff. Was not able to make it to Mudbug. I know you were there. Crew Fernando was invited to help uh, service hour-wise, um, do some service hours for cleanup. Uh, looks like they had a heck of a good time, heck of a good turnout and everything. And then hung out with some friends on Saturday night. Was able to take advantage of some of the crawfish from the Mudbug bag and enjoyed that a good turnout Stephen Michael was there playing music and I think they had a lot of vendors and stuff so congratulations to them for a, another successful Mudbug Bash the 17th annual uh, Mudbug Bash uh, this past weekend kind of a lazy Sunday watched a little bit of um, you know golf I don't think you and I have ever talked about it the tournament after the Masters where they give the plaid jacket and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. the RBC Heritage I actually like that tournament a lot yeah, no, Harbor it's, Town. A, it's a good one I mean uh, some of the players are probably coming down right. on highs playing at the Masters but it's always been a good tournament yeah, I enjoy it I've always enjoyed that so really lazy day on Sunday had a chance to get back into church play the drum there at the table service there at Hernando United Methodist Church so the nine o'clock service so a little shout out to them if you're uh, would like to get back into church uh, nine o'clock on Sundays the uh, table service at Hernando United Methodist Church definitely won't say they have the best drummer in DeSoto County, but, you know, maybe a little, little drum box. Yeah, well, I did attend the Mudbug, as you said. It was a great turnout. Several guys show up to help clean up, so I think we started right at 5 o'clock. We were done by 5.40, sure. so knocked it out, took the tents down, tables down, but seemed to be a, a, a really good turnout and just a great event. And if the people listening don't know too much about the Palmer home, please look it up. They moved all their headquarters, everything up here to Hernando, and it's just a great campus out there. So anytime you can support the Palmer home, uh, it's always a good thing. It was in Columbus and they, they, they closed the Columbus location, Columbus headquarters, and moved it all up here. That's right. And so it's just a beautiful campus out there on Baldwin Road, uh, out toward Eudora. So, again, if you ever have a chance to support it, now today is Tuesday, the 20th. The online auction, Matt, goes through Friday. Oh, wow. Okay. So you can still go onto palmerhome.org, go to the online auction, see where they are. You know, if you're one of those people that like to sneak it at the last minute, maybe, you know, Thursday evening, first thing Friday morning, kind of sneak in there, maybe get you something. A ton of uh, great things. They've got, like, different condos that are up. They've got a a chocolate lab that they're raffling okay. off. Uh, had the puppy there at the event, so that was a cute thing to see. But anyway, just a, a great event, and uh, I'm glad I could make it out there and, and help. Did they just leave the dog at the square they the did. whole weekend? It's just, yeah, you just put it all week. No. Uh, <laughs> no, so people were he'll be really around. hungry by the time you, <laughs> by the time you win your dog. So. A, a pretty little dog. I mean, you know, AKC registered everything. Sure. So just a, a pretty cool event. Now, you know, speaking of good homes, if you're in the market to buy or sell a home in Hernando or the Mid South. Now's the time to reach out to our 2021 presenting sponsor, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch of Birch Realty Group possesses over 64 years of combined real estate experience. They have over 25,000 closings since 2009 and just recently were voted the top realtor in DeSoto County for the fourth time. They are ranked nationally as a top-performing real estate team. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available to you when you need them. Right now, they're offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. That is a free, no-obligation market analysis to teach you more about your home, the value of it, 
different ways to enhance it, different ways to stage your home for selling. Now's the time to reach out to the experts at Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Phone number 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Or you can find them at teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com. Podcast recorded each and every Tuesday and Friday morning at the How to Barbecue Right Shop Studios. With the temperatures continuing to increase, now's the time to visit Malcolm's Shop, just 500 yards past Connection Gymnastics. This store has everything a man needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. They have rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, and some really cool high-end smokers. If you've ever seen Malcolm's How to Barbecue Right cooking videos on YouTube, you need to stop by his shop today. You can give them a call at 662-912-9947. That's 662-912-9947. Find them on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. Better yet, stop by their shop today, just 500 yards past Connection Gymnastics on the left-hand side in Hernando. Thank you again to Team Couch of Birch Realty Group for being our 2021 presenting sponsor and to Rochelle and Malcolm at the How to Barbecue Right Shop for being our 2021 studio sponsor. Well, Derek, it's the third Tuesday of the month, which means Hernando and South Haven will be having their Alderman meetings tonight. We're going to preview those. What you got tonight? We're going to briefly go over these because, obviously, we'll talk about it on Friday. But just kind of pulling the agendas went through them. We'll start in Hernando, as we always do, under the water tower. There's three things that I've highlighted. I mean, you have the consent agendas. You have some people getting pay raises. But the three things that I kind of highlighted, you know, we'll see kind of what's said uh, and then report back on Friday. The first... There is the request for the Hernando High School class of 2021 to have their senior parade on May 19th, 2021 at 7.30 p.m. And that's going to be the parade route thing that they did last year? Mm-hmm. The, the, the seniors can drive their cars and you set up man what a good time last year it was a good time last year remember if they came <laughs> you know people expected like a 30 minute parade seniors drive just slightly faster than yeah, that yeah. Uh, probably over about five to ten minutes i was gonna say a 10 minute parade <laughs> so uh but yeah they come out there i mean the signs we stood out there actually in my uh on my bank i guess the grass out in the front and just kind of watched them go by just a really cool thing but they just have that you know very quickly uh looks like it's gonna be on may 19th i can't uh, see this being turned down so we're gonna assume that's gonna be on may 19th 19th, but we'll go ahead and give you that final and add that to our shout outs on Friday sure. as we go forward. Uh, the next thing, it looks like Madison Lakes is back on the agenda. Well, there, uh, real quick, to circle back to the parade, I think one of the jokes that we made at the parade, the senior cars uh, nowadays are a lot different than the senior cars when we were younger. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. some, you know, maybe some, you know, $50,000 Jeeps <laughs> driving oh, past. Jeeps and, you know, Jeeps and, and uh, nice trucks and, and Hummers and stuff like that. So, kids. German cars. Yeah, kids' some, first cars are no longer like they, you know, the, some of the seniors we would have had. See, my, my car, Matt, let's see. The we we would have had some breakdowns in my senior oh, car. Oh, I, I was driving my <laughs> mom's 1988 Caprice Classic Station Wagon. Right. Alone, most times. Uh, no, not, well, not necessarily alone. <laughs> Caprice Classic Station Wagon, maroon exterior, great wow. interior. Straight Mississippi State fans. It was uh, wait, maroon exterior and maroon ex- no, interior. No, maroon exterior, great interior. So it was a oh, gray interior. Gray. Okay, gotcha. maroon and gray. Uh, and you know, had a cowbell been, hanging off the, t- the, the might thing. as well have. Uh, that's what I would have been driving down the uh, the road there. So wow, yeah. that, was the, that was the Ron Polk edition. <laughs> yeah, <of> exactly. <laughs> Love some Ron Polk. Did the seat face backwards in the in the back? Matt, the seat, Absolutely. Yes, the feet face backwards. The, the back window rolled down. Okay. So you could let's say if you're riding around town, you could shoot bottle rockets out of the back. Okay. Up. Not saying we did. Yeah. Sure. It, it could have been done. Vacations. The back seat all the way flat in sleeping bags, just being slung yes. Re- yes. left and right as we're going. I mean, just seat, I don't know what seat bus were. I would venture to say that a majority of kids now. 
that if they if we had a station wagon that rode backwards, they'd be sick in a minute. Oh yeah, they'd be so <laughs> sick. I mean, seriously, right? Maybe the first we had no choice. We did it. We were sick, and then yeah. we just got used to it. Yeah, we had no choice. Yeah, we had no choice. Uh, just yeah. So anyway, so yeah, yeah. I was just gonna make a though, joke. Yeah, you're right. Not, not the senior class nowadays. No. Like I said, some some jeeps that I was quite envious of, and cars that I was envious of. So looking forward to this yeah, year. There, there was uh, no Subarus or anything like that last year. I didn't no, see any of that. No, no, no mopeds or anything like that. No. no. Uh, the next thing, Madison Lakes has made it back on the agenda. This is the only thing that's currently that shows on the current agenda. Now, this does change. Sometimes things are added on Monday. Sometimes things are brought in. But uh, as of right now, it's the only thing under the planning portion of the Hernando Alderman meeting. So we look forward to that. Uh, it's been tabled, again, since December 15th. December 15th was the last time, excuse Something. me, the last time of discussion was in October. It's been tabled since December 15th. Uh, and then the last thing we'll look at, want to kind of find out about, they are going to authorize to approve the lowest and best quote for the water improvement uh, loan interest rate. So the city will be financing the water improvements uh, that we've mentioned before. So kind of want to see if there's any discussion on that. Hopefully there'll be some, you know, maybe some back and forth. Uh, and there's also a sewer and roadway improvement that will take place right after that. They're going to uh, have the mayor sign the loan documents for that. So just getting some infrastructure that's being done. Uh, you know, it looks like they're getting ready to start, which is exciting. Uh, then, of course, you've got uh, small pay raises, some utility adjustments, and that's about the, the end of the meeting. Well, Derek, before we move on from Hernando, let me just say out loud, uh, my daughter had a soccer game or soccer match at noon on Saturday. The fields were in great shape. Good. The soccer field grass was absolutely pristine and, and a really good job. So shout out to the Parks and Rec Department for uh, you know getting it all prepped and ready to go. But the, the fields were just in perfect shape. You were a part of her, or you are a part of the Friends of Hernando Soccer and, and, and that project, which hard to believe it's been five years now since that project existed. Yeah, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because we will be going, we being the Hernando Soccer Association, will be going in front of the board, the new board in July. The four-year sponsorships have run out, so that's another uh, income producer, and we'll be looking to put those fields out to bid again. So if you uh, are And you have to go in front of the alderman for what reason for that? Cause they, they have to approve the acceptance of the money. Oh, okay. So it's a four-year contract that runs the length of the board, so uh, we'll go in there, we'll ask to be allowed to do that again. I would assume they would hopefully say yes, since you know it generates about fifty thousand dollars. How uh, much do those cost, just so people can kind of maybe think about that? Maybe if they're a current sponsor, yeah, want to do it again. All right, so it's two thousand dollars a year. Okay, uh, but that, of course that's for four years, and the eight thousand is up front. Okay, uh, so the eight thousand, and we say uh, if you can pay it before the end of the of this year, so by December, if we could get. But we like to, you know, most everybody wrote a check last time up front, so we were able to generate. I think there were six fields at the time, so we were able to generate forty-eight thousand wow. dollars. Uh, there's six signs out there, and so we'll be looking to do that again. Uh, hopefully, maybe even more. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, kind of what we're going to do. And so we'll uh, obviously first write a refusal for the ones that are out there, and then we'll we'll search from that. And if you're a current sponsor, thank you so much for being a part of that, and and being a part of the Hernando Soccer Association, being a part of those beautiful fields uh, that we're so blessed to have in Hernando. I know, uh, Derek, you know, you and I talk all the time about parking lot stuff. Those are some different things that we can look into. But just just a great asset. Uh, if you play soccer right now in the city of Hernando, you are like years better than you were five years ago oh yeah absolutely so congratulations to again parks and rec great job grass looks good out there keep up the good work now turning to south haven they also have their meeting uh, tonight uh, at 6 p.m at city hall i kind of highlighted four things on theirs the first they're going to be doing a presentation for the honor cords for the graduating class of the mayor's youth council now hernando has a mayor's youth council uh, it's a great thing where the uh, youth are brought in uh, they're asked to be on it uh, you have to be selected and then they kind of learn the ins and outs of how city government works uh, it's a pretty cool thing they also also help out they do some uh, volunteer service hours type things uh, and so uh, they'll be honoring their graduating class uh, from that uh, tonight which will be you know kind of if you're interested in watching it if you may if you're listening may have a child that's in it or may know of somebody uh, just please watch tonight at 6 p.m. not it'll 
be found. Uh, you can go to the website and, fi- and watch it after it's, it's ended. Next thing is, there's a couple of memorandums of understanding, one with Swinney Road with DeSoto County and another one with the Convention Visitors Bureau for Pepper Chase Road. So, again, not much detail yet on what that is. Uh, plan on listening to kind of find out, and we'll report back on Friday uh, what those are, are dealing with. So looking forward to that. Uh, there's also an authorization to seek bids and proposals for the South Haven Arena for volleyball. So this is up on 51. They're looking to maybe start doing some volleyball in the South Haven Arena. So we will uh, kind of report what, what goes on with that. And, and then finally, of course, uh, there is a planning agenda, nothing listed under it. So nothing currently under there doesn't mean I'm not quite sure if they just left it blank because the agenda was kind of long or if there really is nothing to talk about. But we'll report, of course, anything that is brought up. And then finally, Mayor Musselwhite always does a great job with his mayor's report. Looking forward to maybe finding out who they contracted uh, with the um, Snowden Grove Amphitheater, who the uh, entertainment will be or the entertainment company they'll be bringing acts in. He mentioned that last time he would have that for the alderman. Uh, this time, so kind of looking forward to that. So a ton of stuff we'll have to talk about on Friday, updating with what happens with Madison Lakes. Derek, last few times we've mentioned it or talked about it, we found out the next day that it was tabled. Was tabled I, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen again. Uh, now's the time from our dry season that these guys are ready to start moving forward, uh, whether it be with construction and different stuff like that. So, again, Hernando Alderman meeting tonight, South Haven Alderman meeting tonight. We will update both of those on Friday. Shout out to all the city leaders for their continued uh, work and service to the cities of South Haven and Hernando. Speaking of Board of Aldermen, Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local state farm provider, is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from the Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please give Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer a call at 662-429-5213. Again, that's 662-429-5213. Or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. You know, Derek just made reference to the soccer fields and how nice that grass was. If you'd like your lawn to look the same, now's the perfect time to reach out to William Services. William Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Now is the time to get on their spring and summer calendar. Reach out to Richard and his team for leaf removal, tree trimming, winter cleanups, or weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly help with your outdoor needs. Please give Richard and his team a call at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find Richard on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. That's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures and Invisalign. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. The office is designed to provide a safe, 
comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference or call them at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Since 2001, Green King has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419. That's 662 662- 892-8419. Visit their website at greenkingspray.com. That's greenkingspray.com for more information. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. Derek, I've had numerous people over the last couple of weeks mention their favorite thing that we do on the UTW podcast is the DeSoto County Fact of the Week, brought to you each and every week by Rob Long and his staff at the DeSoto County Museum, located across the street from Area 51 Ice Cream and Blue Ribbon Cleaners, right here on Commerce Street. Rob and his staff are ready to serve you and show you around the DeSoto County Museum, a wonderful asset for Hernando and the entire county. Derek, Fact of the Week this week consists of what? The Fact of the Week this week is one that we're very familiar with, I guess familiar with the family who now lives where this used to be. The Fact of the Week this week is about the Shadow Hill Tea Room. The Shadow Hill Tea Room in Hernando was owned and operated by Mrs. George Holmes and was featured in the current issue of the Ford Times back in 1946. The Ford Times was the national publication of the Ford Motor Company and had a circulation of about one and a half million people got this magazine. The Tea Room's recipe for fried custard is described in the article, another in a popular Ford Times series on favorite recipes of famous taverns. So the Shadow Hill Tea Room in Hernando was listed as a national a worldwide known national tea room uh, in the Ford magazine. And that famous Shadow Hill Tea Room is on Elm Street in Hernando that was known for the custard. It was featured also in the 1930s in the Betty Crocker's Cookbook of Recipes and also featured in Life magazine. It became the private residence of former county attorney Bill Ballard and his wife Brenda and family. Of course, we know Beth, her sister Emily, and her uh, brother Ben, uh, and Ben lives there now. Uh, Shadow Hill still stands, and descriptions of it have found their way into the works of novelist John Grisham, who is a good friend of Mr. Ballard's. Bill Ballard, who passed away recently, was also John Grisham's proofreader. So their house at one time was the world-famous Shadow Hill Tea Room that had a world-famous custard. Derek, I don't know if you pass by there very often, but on Elm Street, right there in front of their home, just beautiful daffodil, what is Daffodils. It? Yeah, beautiful. When, they, when they're in full bloom, absolutely beautiful. Lovely white home uh, right there in the distance there. But uh, what a neat fact of the week. Uh, definitely, we'll have to let Beth know um, about this for sure. I mean, she I think she's a consistent listener. Thank you to Rob for the fact of the week. Definitely something that hits home for us. Uh, that's, that's very neat. That's a really good fact of the week this week. But thank you to Rob for sending that to us and, and keeping us up to speed there. And we really appreciate it. Again, visit the DeSoto County Museum right there on Commerce Street, 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday. That's 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday, right here in Hernando. Speaking of traditions in Hernando, the Hernando Farmer's Market brings together the best of local food, artistry, and the agricultural traditions of the Mid-South. It's a place to shop, gather, 
but more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It is truly a fresh local experience. The Farmer's Market will kick off Saturday, May 1st. will run all the way through October. The last Saturday of each month will be Children's Day with fun activities for the kids. There will be free book giveaways with the Hernando Excel by 5, physical fitness activities, power of produce programs, just a number of different things coming to this year's Hernando Farmer's Market, our newest advertiser. If you need more information about the Farmer's Market, reach out to Gia Matheny, the Community Development Director for the city at 662-449-9092. That's 662-449-9092. Again, Gia Matheny, the Community Development Director, can give you all the information you need about the Hernando Farmer's Market kicking off May 1st, running through October, right here in Hernando. North Point Christian School is honored to have just been voted DeSoto's Best Middle School and DeSoto's Best High School by the readers of the DeSoto Times-Tribune. Want to learn more about DeSoto County's largest, oldest, and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school that serves students in grades PK-12? through The school continues to see great interest and excellent attendance at their open house events. Due to demand, they have added an additional Preview the Point event for prospective families this Monday, April 26th at 6 p.m. School representatives will be on hand to answer your questions about North Point's distinctive approach to school health and safety, as well as their unmatched athletic and arts offerings. Reserve your spot today by contacting their Director of Admissions, Mrs. Sheila Sharon, at 662-349-5127. Again, Mrs. Sheila Sharon at 662-349-5127. Come find out why North Point is best. Derek, had I, had I had the opportunity to proofread that, I would have said, um, due to demand from the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> due to demand from the UTW podcast may be the way to go. If planning your summer trips are beginning to stress you out, now's the time to reach out to Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher with the Magical Destinations of Hernando. Whether it's that trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, Family Beach Vacations, National Parks, or Tropical Getaways, these ladies can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get you the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destinations is locally owned and operated right here under the water tower. Give them a call today to start planning your magical getaway. You can reach Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher at 662-469-6304. That's 662-469-6304. Or check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. That's Magical Destinations Unlimited on Facebook and Instagram. Give them a call today to plan your magical getaway. Well, Derek, we definitely like to shine a positive light on things going on right here under the water tower. We try and praise it every week, a kid getting to go to college on someone else's dime. Tell us about it right here in Hernando. We want to congratulate Hernando High School's Josh Williams. Josh has signed to play basketball at Holmes Community College. He did that signing yesterday at the school, so just congratulations to Josh, to his family. And again, as we always say, free school is a good school. Being able to go and be able to play the sport that you love, being able to have paid for it at least the first two years, he'll have it paid for. So congratulations to Josh, being able to have that opportunity, and we just wish the uh, young man uh, good luck. Yeah, we're always going to shine a light on those young men, young ladies that continue to say, hey, I just don't want my playing career to be over, and I'm going to take it to the next level. So congratulations to him. Hernando Tiger getting to carry on and continue playing some ball. All right, Matt. We'll switch into the softball and baseball recaps for the past weekend. Now, this is the last week regular season for softball. 
Uh, they will start playoff seedings coming up. Think that Wednesday night, so tomorrow night, the guy down in Jackson, I think his name is Brandon Shields. I follow him on Twitter. He will be posting all of the seeds and the matchups for the first run of the softball playoffs. So we will have that for you on Friday as part of our sports. Uh, we will go over that, especially in regards to the four teams that we're going to be talking about. Well, excuse me, three of the four teams we'll be talking about today, the public schools here in DeSoto County. Uh, we'll be looking at that. So really excited. Obviously, Hernando will be a one seed. Correct. Uh, just got to find out where they're going to go. So let's we'll jump right into it, starting here under the water tower. Hernando had one game over the weekend on Friday night. The number one ranked Hernando Lady Tigers defeated St. Benedict out of Memphis 6-1. to Julia Shaw went the distance in the circle, striking out 10 while allowing just one hit. After that game, the Lady Tigers are now 25-1 and and have won 21 straight. The Tigers will be at home this week for the last two regular season matchups, starting tonight against St. Benedict at 5.30 and then ending Thursday against Oxford at 6 p.m., which that will be their senior night. So, again, please try to come out and honor this class of seniors who have made just a fantastic run, again, having to shut it down last year, not having any seniors last year, which they were very, very fortunate they did not. Uh, but they're going to uh, end a fantastic regular season run this Thursday, obviously with more to come. But if you're in the area want to come see some good softball, please come out there either tonight at 530 against St. Benedict or Thursday night to watch them on senior night against yeah. Oxford. Thursday night's going to be the time to come out for sure. Uh, hopefully beautiful weather. Get out there and let's see if we can't set a good record or something out there from a crowd standpoint to wish these seniors their very best. I mean, what, what two of them were with us last week. I had numerous people over the last five days mention, hey, I really enjoyed the softball coach. Really enjoyed your time with the young people. They seem to have a blast. We actually got some messages through Facebook mm-hmm. from parents who talked about how much fun they had on the UTW podcast. So just congratulations to those young ladies as they hopefully uh, – Again, they are the official softball team of the UTW podcast. <laughs> we'll continue to refer to them as that. But uh, great job, ladies, and keep up the good work. Turning our sights to Lewisburg, the Lady Patriots defeated Tupelo on Friday night in a nail-biter, 3-2. to two. With the win, the Lady Patriots finished 5-1 and one in district play, which puts them second in the district. Okay. They play a non-district game tonight at South Panola, which will wrap up their regular season as they await their seeding for the playoffs. Next, DeSoto Central, the Lady Jaguars – with their victory, 5-3 over Olive Branch on Friday night, they clinched the Division I 6A championship. So they are the one seed, and Lewisburg the two seed. Um, so congratulations to the DeSoto Central Lady Jaguars. They jumped out to a 4-0 lead against Olive Branch and held on to close out the Lady Keisters to wrap up the championship. They will finish their regular season in a non-conference game tonight at home. So the three main public schools that we've started to narrow in and cover, Lewisburg, Hernando, and D.C., they're the one seed, two seed, and one seed, respectively, in their districts. That's correct. That's awesome, man. I can't wait to cover the softball over the next three or four weeks. Uh, definitely going to be some uh, maybe some cat fights. See what, well, see what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there. I see what you did. <laughs> and, of course, you know, once you get past that first round, you're probably going to see them facing each other, oh, exactly. which is going to be you know just fantastic for us here. Uh, and then last, uh, softball teams that we cover, North point on friday night the lady trojans played a district game against facs and won by mercy rule 19 to nothing kennedy brown pitched a perfect game in the required three innings that were played because of the the mercy rule the lady trojans were led at the plate by libby sowell who was four for four with three doubles and four rbis meredith anthony who was three for four with a home run double and three rbis and walters who was three for four with a double triple and four rbis the lady trojans are now 10 and four 5-0 and in district, and host South win in a non-conference game this week. If you have a game on Friday, that's what you want. 
I mean, 19 nothing, three go innings. Go home early. <laughs> go home early. You know, maybe even go to dinner somewhere in Memphis or whatever. That's pretty darn easy. To get, they play home or away, does it say? It was away. It was away. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're in Memphis. You're off of Walnut Grove. You know, you're probably done in no time. But uh, that's definitely the, the, the well, way to have fact, a Friday. When, when your pitcher throws a perfect game, yeah. I mean, you're just three up, three down. Let's, let's, let's go home. Yeah, I mean, those, those poor FAC – wait, FACS girls, three innings, mercy rule, they went through the body, they went through the lineup one time. They, they yes, exactly. They, they had nine batters. That is miserable. Actually, not even one time. The tenth batter didn't even bat. Right. Should have just let her bat. Just let the tenth girl bat. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Congratulations to all the softball girls uh, for what they're doing. We look forward to the playoff pairings coming up and announcing those. We look. We wish nothing but the best for these young ladies getting to play softball. So many seniors having a wonderful time with their teams. And now we'll turn to baseball. Now the baseball played a lot, uh, several more games than softball did. Each of the softball teams only had one game over the weekend. Uh, there was one baseball team that actually had three games in two days, which we get to in just a moment. Uh, we'll start now, of course, under the water tower with Hernando. The Tigers continued their series with Horn Lake on Friday night, and they were already up 1-0 from a Tuesday 9-4 win. Hernando scored one in the first and then four in the third, and including a home run by Chris Hoying to get all the runs they needed in a 7-2 victory to take the series. Carter Newton got the win for the Tigers, who were led on offense by Hoying, and Reed Flanagan, who had four stolen bases. Then they played again on Saturday, which was the final game of the series, where the Tigers completed the sweep with a 12-1 victory over the Eagles. Josh Robinson got the win for the Tigers going three innings, and Brody Martin came in and threw the other four. The Tigers were led on offense by Chris Hoying, Tyler Smith, and Ethan McNatt. The Tigers are currently the number two seed in the District 2 6A for the playoffs next week, so we'll see if they can hold that spot. Next, we'll turn to Lewisburg. Uh, the Patriots came into their second game with Olive Branch with a 1-0 lead in the three-game series. They got great pitching performance from Sanders and enough offense at the plate to knock off Olive Branch 7-0 and take the series. They played again on Saturday, and the Patriots finished off the sweep with the Keisters 9-6, not only getting the sweep, but also giving Coach Rusty Cagle his 300th career win. Lewisburg is now 15-6 and 5-2 and and in district. I mean, just continue to play good DeSoto County baseball. Lewisburg, Hernando, uh, just doing a great job, and I'm pretty sure the next one uh, up is going to be the DeSoto County Jaguars. Uh, now we turn to DeSoto Central. DeSoto Central was the busiest team this weekend, playing three games in two days. Jeez. On Friday night, they defeated Tupelo 15-4 to tie that series 1-1. Landon Powell and Ryan Moore had three RBIs each, and Gavin Brassfield was 2-2 two for two with the walk. Brock Tapper and Will Norris combined to keep the wave in check on that night with Tapper getting the win. The next day, Saturday, Tupelo got their revenge by defeating the Jaguars 14-3 in six innings, giving Tupelo the series win 2-1. That game was played around lunchtime. Then the Jaguars had to travel back home to face the Briarcrest Saints that evening. Briarcrest. Hang on a second. Hang on. I have to, I have to jump in for yep. one second. Okay. Okay. okay I, I'm, I'm sorry. They go and play in Tupelo. Correct. They get on a bus, drive back to South Haven to play another game. That's right. A non-district, when it's all said and done, doesn't mean a dead gum thing game. I'm not joking. I'm totally serious, and I'm sorry to be serious about this. That is absolute idiocy. Uh, you know, it's a lot on the kids, obviously, when they played on Friday night, Saturday at lunch, Saturday night. Maybe he wanted to play younger kids. I mean, obviously it didn't matter. Maybe he's playing younger kids. Maybe it's a JV versus there or something. I'm not sure. You know, I didn't quite have the stats. But, yeah, that was a uh, three games of 24 hours. Three games in 24 hours. We play a district game on Friday night, a district game on Saturday at noon. Get on a bus, drive back to South Haven, and play another game. That's correct. It's a lot. <clears throat> it's a lot. 
And uh, I've got no more comments. They, no. they did. They did face the Briarcrest Saints. Briarcrest, which was coming off a loss to North Point the night before, that we'll we'll discuss in just a moment. They entered the seventh inning up four to one, and then pulled away with four more on the top of the seventh to get an eight one victory over the Jaguars. And then played the Redbirds at midnight. <laughs> and played there at a, at a, for a fireworks game. I don't even know what to say. I just I can't even talk anymore. Okay. And then finally, uh, North Point. North Point played two non-conference games over the weekend. On Friday night, the Trojans uh, had a big win over Briarcrest, 11-2. The winning pitcher was Garrett Waller, who went six innings, allowing only three hits and the two runs with eight strikeouts. Anthony Rosarlingo was three for four with a double. Hudson Brown had a home run and two RBIs, and James Smith and Owen Staples also had two RBIs. The Trojans followed that victory up with another one on Saturday when they played the Arlington Tigers. The Trojans won a pitcher's duel two to nothing with Jay Ferguson and Connor McNatt combining for a two-hit shutout with Ferguson getting the win. The Trojans were led offensively by James Smith, who was two for four with an RBI, and Connor McNatt, who had a double and the other RBI. The Trojans are now 17 and three. 6-0 and overall, and will face St. George's in a district home-and-home -home series this week. Man, North Point's putting together a heck of a good season. 20, 20 games they've played, 17 wins, 3 losses. That's a big turnaround because North Point struggled a couple of years ago, right? They, they did. They brought in uh, uh, Coach Kirkpatrick, um, who I'm, I'm actually trying to get on the show, Coach Kirkpatrick, to come in here, but he's really done a good job. Uh, they practice hard. They practice long. Yeah. Uh, but they are I mean, showing a great turnaround. And, I mean, they're, they're consistently beating the – uh, larger uh, private schools and obviously several public schools uh, right. that they face this year. So uh, anyway, they're, they're doing a good job and just hope that they can carry that on. St. George's, you know, two games of district this week, and they have one more district series before they head into the playoffs. If you get a chance to interview him, ask him how he feels about the two-hour travel back to, uh, to a home game oh, no, absolutely. on a bus. You know, would you do this? Yes. Would you do? <laughs> let me just throw the scenario out real quick. Anyway. Congratulations to all the softball players. Congratulations to all the baseball players that continue success. Again, we've started to kind of narrow down uh, the different schools that we're covering, especially for baseball. Uh, so, you know, it looks like we're going to have some playoff teams, definitely some playoff matchups and pairings to, to keep an eye on. Under the Water Tower, we will definitely update you guys what's going on in Hernando for the softball team and the baseball team so you can get out and support these young people as they vie for a state title. Look, if you enjoy what you hear on the UTW Podcast each and every Tuesday and Friday, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. Just a reminder to the podcast listeners, we will be having Ben Piper and Ryan Diffie, the two gentlemen vying for the Ward 6 Alderman seat. This coming Friday, we will have them on our show on Friday. Uh, we will have Ryan Diffie and Ben Piper with us again to go a little bit deeper, talk more about the Alderman position, talk more about their experiences as they've run for this Alderman seat for the last, uh, Derek, looks like 90 days or so that they've that's been right. doing this. So definitely want to ask some more questions about uh, with them. So that's going to be a really big part of our Friday show. If you enjoy what you hear, be sure and share it. Be sure and share it on Facebook, Instagram, Hernando Happenings, and most importantly, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review so we can continue to move up the charts here with local podcasts. Another reminder to seek out and listen to the OB Pod. OB Pod is a brother podcast, part of Rooster Production, mine and Derek's production company. Something else Rooster Production is doing, partnering up with Mississippi Music. Mississippi Music right there Friday, May 14th. We will be doing a singer-songwriter night called Water Tower Sessions. Water Tower Sessions right there, Panola Courtyard. If the weather is nice, could be an absolutely perfect time. Only 200 tickets will be sold. Those tickets are going fast. We do have three VIP tables left. 
Click on our Facebook page. Look for that link for more information. Again, partnering with Mississippi Music for an awesome night. Singer-songwriters bringing live music back to Hernando, bringing the arts back to Hernando, and a portion of the proceeds will go to benefit the DeSoto Arts Council right there off the square. Well, Derek, thoroughly enjoyed being with you on this Tuesday. Get out, enjoy the weather, and enjoy our wonderful town of Hernando. If there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. This is where we dropped off.